informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here, and I just wanted to address something that happened during this recording. We had a little bit of a sound issue, so you will hear Alan and I, who are using the exact same mic setup that I'm using right now to record this, had serious echo. We're not sure what happened. I think it was because Elliot and Ricky were on Zoom. So we caught some echo somehow through there, but sorry about that. We tried our best to get a good sound. We'll do better next time. Enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to this podcast is none of those things. It is me, Brian, and I am here with Elliot, and we are being joined by Ricky and Alan, our best wrestling commentator friends. Also, the only partakers of the bracket challenge, which I won. Just saying is all. Barely. 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 (laughs) How's everybody doing? Oh, fine. Sister Jean took me out in the bracket challenge. Damn you, Sister Jean. (laughs) I was there almost to the end. (laughs) (laughs) So, fellas, tonight we're going to review WrestleMania. We're going to do it night one and night two, and you guys ready to just start it up? I'm What's ready. We were, do, talking, we were trying to talk before the podcast started up, but we got to save it <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> we can start it up by just saying, you know what? They didn't need Hogan and uh, Titus. I, I'm, I'm kind of done with the whole hosting of, of, of WrestleMania. They've done that for the last couple of years. I never liked it, and... And, and, and this WrestleMania kind of like stick a fork in it. It's dead. I'm done. I'm I'm like no. But there's no point in having a host for a single promo. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. They they don't do anything with the host typically. Like whenever they have them, they do these sort of awkward backstage uh, segments with like the Hall of Famers and stuff like that. But I don't know. Like if you could come up with something really fun, like then. I think it could be great, but, you know, maybe not Titus and Hogan. I think everybody knew that that was going to be a bit of a train wreck. Well, that, but the majority of the time there was a WrestleMania, WrestleMania has been around for nearly 40 years. They've only been doing this host mess for last, like, couple. I mean, if you're not going to be, I fail to see the need. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I think it works well when you bring in like a celebrity host or something like that. Then, you know, maybe do something like that. But we're just like, you know, Hogan's way too old to be trying to get on the mic and remember everything that they're trying to tell him backstage. You know, it's just Titus has never been good on the mic. So, like, nah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's sort of sloppy in the ring. He's good on the mic. Like, he's, or, well, he's not good on the mic. He's good with charity. Which is, you know, that's why I got the Warrior Award. That's okay. It's fine. But, you know. He kind of came out in WrestleMania 30 and then he did the whole Silver Dome thing. So, like, you know, after that, <laughs> they kind of. That's true. Really is, that was not the Hulkster 
first hosting gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it's yeah. Started, like yeah. Elliot said, it's multiple times. So it's like. At least, at, at least at that one, they had like Hogan, The Rock, and Austin in the ring at the same time. So, yeah, you know, there was right. something kind of cool about that, you know. But, but Hogan still managed to mess that up. He, <laughs> he didn't even know where he was. I mean, he, you know, he kicked Flair, off the show. Yeah, very, very, very interesting choice of having Hogan host with like a, a black guy. <laughs> oh, no, that right. was definitely intentional. Was yeah, yeah. That was the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, yeah. brother, I'm not racist anymore. Look, he's okay. <laughs> he hasn't gone full, David Duke. <laughs> he's he's so, dog is rolling over in his grave. I love that. Vince opened up the night and he cut the promo that the host should have cut. Yeah. The yeah. welcome back to WrestleMania live. Like, it was a great host promo. That made sense. Yeah, but there's no way it was, it was a good one. There was a lot of people in their gear for no reason. Drew Gulak didn't need to put on his wrestling gear all weekend. Stay Dan, ready. Stay ready. Don't get ready. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Vince, Vince, if Vince wants you there, you, hey, you stay ready, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Otis's singlet does not look comfy. And having worn a singlet in the past, like, I was not looking to wear a whole weekend. But every, but everybody, uh, Otis has this like bizarre sexiness thing about him, though, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, no, he does talking. not. No, he does not. <laughs> you find him sexy. Every man, in late, everyone has their taste. I mean, yeah, Otis looks like he's perpetually pregnant. Like, there's reasons why men hey, of a certain hey, age hey, give up hey. wearing certain outfits. He hey, like he's about to, like he's, he's a walking avalanche, you know. Lizzo teaches you. It's about the confidence, man. Confidence? Okay, but confidence gets you killed. It might not like, be attractive, you know, but, you know, it's confidence. I mean, look, look, I watched, uh, you know, Death on Television, and, and, and this guy, you know, this confidence got out of a, was in a safari, got out of the the, 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 the Jeep, walked amongst the Pride of Lions, and got eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a time and place for everything. So, BB Rexa does the uh, America the Beautiful. Eh, she looked good. Didn't sound great. But hey, what are you going to do? I didn't watch. I completely missed it. I mean, of course, I, like, I always miss the, st- the, the singing of any type of national anthem. Whatever version of it you want to call it, I, like of any type of programming, I always do. So now it's, it's, it's not out of protest. I just don't have that kind of patience. Like, let's just, I, we all know why I'm here. Yes. God bless America. I'm done. Let's move forward. We had a gender setting, a gender Mahal setting on the stage for WrestleMania during America the Beautiful both nights. Was he in ring gear? He was also in ring gear. He wasn't here. Gender has his race ready. a year. <laughs> he was there to translate for Green Kali. You never know whenever Vince is going to get like a hair and be like, hey, Gender, go up there and do something with Gray Kali or something, you know? <laughs> then we hit the rain delay, which, of course, you know, the first so one over a year. Yeah. So know, unfortunate, and, man. Hey. I know Vince is back there pissed. Right? <laughs> you prepare for everything, but you can't prepare for rain. So we we heard about this and we talked about it a little bit yesterday when we were watching. 
Um, apparently, Tom Phillips is just cut from the team for the whole show as Cole did play-by-play all night, both nights. <laughs> they did all these promos during the rain delay that were excellent. Like, they got all the promos that they would have done between matches out of the way for both nights right then during the rain delay. Oh, nice. It was very efficient. Yeah, I came I came home late and you watched know? it, so, like, I just kind of skipped through the promos. <laughs> so, like, it most, sometimes yeah. they're okay, but uh, I was just like, nah, it's kind of late. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, the, I'm trying to see Drew and Bobby, man. Come on. <laughs> and I will say this. It's nice to see Titus get a game check. He gets a mania check because he was on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's been left off. They could they could give him more camera time sometimes, you know. At least he got something. Elliot, I know this is this is really what you're here for tonight, and so I'm gonna sit back and let you guys all go for it. We open up WrestleMania 37 with Drew versus Lashley for the title. Yep, cost fight, bro. I went back and I went back and looked at the uh, times, and uh, Drew and Bobby got the most match time out of anybody. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I think they went about eighteen minutes. Well, I mean, but it makes sense though because they're they're both actually skilled hosses. They're they're not just brutes. They actually can do legitimate like moves. And not know? just that, they've been doing this forever. Like. Bro, Drew and Bobby Lashley, like they're running that back from like TNA from some right. years ago. <laughs> but it's just it's just bigger on the bigger stage right now, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, and then look at well, even yeah. even before TNA, we're talking about back, you know, the original run inside of uh WWE. Yeah. When yeah. When, when when Drew was clean shaven from head to toe. Yeah. Like a teenager. Yeah. You know, With the shaman's harvest entrance. Man, music. he did look at that. You, you, you go back and look at those pictures. He looks like he just got fresh off of being breastfed by his mom. <laughs> and, you know, the chosen you know, one. He, I mean, and, and of course, Bobby never had Bobby never spoke any words edgewise anyway, because his mic skills are still the same. Just yeah, <laughs> it's just impressive. Well, like he, you just put Bobby out there, and like you don't have to sell Bobby. Started, he, just, he, he sells himself. Out. When Bobby started, he came out, and then Teddy Long came out, and it was like, guess what, Playa? You're a tag team match with The Undertaker. And, you know, it was good. It was a good, it was a good, uh, you know. But now, though, now Bobby Lashley's all business, boys. And yeah, honestly, he's, he's, he's at that peak now. He's he's ready for the main event. He's good. He's good now. Elliot. Oh, yeah, definitely. We know that. I'm going to give Elliot credit for calling this during the Rumble. Our, our review, he said that he wanted, you know, the, the Intercontinental Champion or whatever champion he was, right? Yes. To the U.S. Yeah. to, to US. Get push. Yeah. And, you know, he dropped it without losing, so it kept him still strong. Yeah. And then, Triple you know, yada, 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 we'll talk about this, how it ends, you know? They played it perfectly. Um, yeah. And listen, this match was phenomenal. Hoss fight, bro. Please. Like you said, <laughs> big hoss fight. It was, just, just fun, hard. The only thing I couldn't weird was we saw that Lashley was wearing a thong. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking at his. I wasn't looking at his butt like that. 
Brian, it must be something about your house. Like both you and Ricky have a thing about men and sexiness. You're looking at, at Bobby's as about Bobby's ass and 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 Ricky's talking about you know, dude in the singlet and how 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 sexy he looks. I mean, maybe y'all got me. Is, is that Maybe we should call this WWE WrestleMania Brokeback Mountain After Dark. <laughs> so Drew added the Kimura lock, which I thought was awesome. I thought him adding the Kimura lock, those guys brought out like everything they had. It makes sense for this match because like um, Drew is like, Bobby's a big guy as well. So he's not going to like muscle around Bobby as much, you know. So to come right, up with right. like a submission for somebody like Bobby Lashley is great, but like I don't I don't need to see Drew McIntyre doing the doing the Kimura all the time, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm okay with like MMA guys, you know, like an MMA style being in wrestling, but like maybe not everybody needs to use that, you know. Right, but you, know what, but you know what I also like though? I like the fact that when Bobby initially tried to put on the full Nelson, that um, Drew didn't just give into it. He actually powered out of it. Like, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 it legitimized the fact that no, Drew is as strong as, we're, as we believe he is. You've yeah. got Bobby, you know that he's a beast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, and so if he gets it on you, yes, that's going to hurt. But then, but but Drew isn't like everybody else. Drew is huge. I mean, he dwarfed Brock Lesnar, standing side by side by Brock. He was just as big, if not bigger, than Brock. Well, you know what? I have that in my notes, that um, the fact that it took multiple tries to put on the Hurt Lock, and it took MVP's distraction yep. to help him yep. lock it in, I oh, thought yeah. that was excellent. It sold McIntyre yeah. just as much of a badass and let Lashley get that W. Yeah, yeah, but they're gonna. Window, but, they're, they're definitely gonna rematch a backlash. <laughs> but but the, but but the difference between this interference compared to like the old school days of Bobby Heenan and everybody like jumping up on the side of the the ring and trying to distract the ref. MVP didn't do that. He was he was on the floor. He wasn't like. Trying to grab he, called him. Out to him. he called out to him. It was still the it was the distraction enough for them to still play off the idea that you know Drew got distracted in the matchup versus Bobby. Maybe if he doesn't get distracted next time, he beats him. So that's how they're gonna run it back. Is that ending? You know, that's why. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd rather them do something else for backlash and then match them up again in like two months or something like that. That would be tight. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Sheamus, you know, makes a run at Bobby Lashley again now that he's won the U.S. heavyweight title. I, I think he's going to hold that belt for a while. I think he's they're going to maybe try and build him up for, like, a run at the end of the year maybe, but, like, you know. Well, I mean, if, if he, if he – but you can, he can do the match without having Sheamus um, put the U.S. heavyweight title on the line. You can just do it for the world title. Yeah, yeah, Sheamus would lose, or, and, but but still, I mean, given how how they build Sheamus as being an opportunist in his own right, and he like, and when he feels himself, he feels himself. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. So the women's tag match that was next that followed that that whole gauntlet thing was actually quite awesome. Yeah, was- yeah. So the tag team, it was essentially a gauntlet match. I don't know why they didn't just call it a gauntlet match. <laughs> 
that alliteration. Tag team turmoil because it sounds different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me hear. The, let me hear the Vinnie Mac voice. <laughs> the triple T, baby. <laughs> yeah, wardrobe malfunctions galore. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, I have a whole page of notes for it, but it really wasn't that memorable. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe does bust your ass on the entrance ramp. Dana tries to flash us all. Oh man! Um, all I know is right that there were some toddlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a that was a you know we hit you we hit you good with that first matchup. Let's let's you know now you can go for like a bathroom break or something. You know? But it was good for them that they but but they should be on the card because they need that experience. They need to go out there, even though Mandy Rose tripped and busted her ass. You know it happens. That, that reminded me of like um. What was that Ultimo Dragon back in um what was that maybe WrestleMania 20, I think it was like he debuted and he comes out there and he busts his ass <laughs> at WrestleMania <laughs> in his debut. Oh yeah. And then how so, you know oh, it, it, it was my you know what I will say this. My my concern for Mandy Rose is that she gets perpetually locked in being a tag team partner. And that being able to like just go and be a, a solid like singles competitor because she has like some serious skill in the ring and she does some innovative things that like you typically don't see your average you know you know women wrestler do uh, especially like I love her power slam her power slam that she when she throws uh, uh, her competitor off the ropes and does a classic catch and flip I love that but I think that as long as she can yeah, again. Paired up with some other tag team partners, that's holding her back. Yeah, I love that knee that she does. That knee that she does is awesome. I do think that right. She's, she's, she's like. The, I, I um, thought they were going to win. Yeah, that's, right? I thought I that they were going to go that direction. I really the thought they were going to go that direction, but because they're the most coherent and cohesive of all those tag teams. You're building them up through the gauntlet. You're making them seem like they could actually beat, like, Nia and uh, Shayna. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. you build them up through the gauntlet, and then they come in. I wasn't mad at it being Natalia and Tamina because, like, you know, Natalia deserves a nice spot, you know, at WrestleMania. Yes. It's fine, you know. She, she does yeah. a lot of good backstage stuff. Yeah. You know, Tamina... Eh. But you know, Natalia, I'm you know, I'm good. I'm I'm glad Natalia got a nice nice WrestleMania spot. <laughs> I do think that on one level they are pretty logical in that um Natalia matches up well with Shayna and Tamina matches up well with Naya. Like she's one of the few women that can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like they're like the team that matches up the best against them and still couldn't win. <laughs> right? right. So I did like the hard tack into the superfly splash. It's quality tag team work. Yep. And yep. yeah, so Tamina and Natalia, Natalia, easy for me to say, get the win. And they're gonna on night two, they're gonna take on Nia Jackson Shayna. So then we go to match three, which was Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Freaking fantastic. This was amazing. This was <laughs> it was it was not a spot fest, you know, it was it was not overdone. It was 
It was very uh, physical. It was very good. It was very high-flying even, but it wasn't overbooked. You know what I'm saying? You know, less is more, and it was it was very good. Yeah, and Cesaro bringing back the airplane spin and then going, look, my no hands. Yeah, doing bro. It. Bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> It was just it was just so cool to see Cesaro. Like this was a this is a guy who's always been bogged down by like the narrative of like you can't he can't quite grab that brass ring that Vince wants him to grab, you know what I'm saying? And then for him to get like a big win over a guy like Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, like bro, that was fantastic. That was that was probably my favorite moment of the entire weekend. Which had like a lot of really good moments, uh, including one that we'll talk about later. But, but yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> well, like the uh, you know pre-shows, a lot of the superstars don't count a lot of their pre-show stuff as officially being part of the show. Which I mean, it's not. You are you are like a, a appetizer for the crowd, or and you know the people sitting at home. But you know, Cesaro did get the the Andre the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale win. A couple of years back, he wasn't the original winner. No, okay. No, he might have won the first one. Who was the big show? I think he did win the first one. Yeah, when he uh, slammed the big big show with the top rope. Big show was supposed to win the first one, but he he did not. Yeah, he won the second one or something. Mm -hmm. Corbin won one, Cesaro won one, and um, Big Show won it. Mm-hmm. How many more have we had than that? Jay Uso won the recent one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jay Uso won the Friday night. <laughs> I, do, I think it was like Matt Hardy. You know, did Matt Hardy or Bray win one one time or something like that? Matt Bray. Maybe a couple of years ago. But, you know, now that, that good main roster moment, you know, be a world champion. So it's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Andre Battle Royal was awesome for him to win, but, you know, this one over Seth Rollins, like a one-on-one matchup, and to get that reception from the crowd was, oh man, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> the Cesaro section was on, I like to say. You know, he pushed himself that pretty, pretty far, and then you know, you know the the, the man who shall not be named. Don't touch that. that. So I will, I will tear you up. That don't you touch that. We got another guest host on the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess that the three rolls that they did. I mean, unlike his brother, which can, which which has the you know can contribute something really fun and artistic. The three rolls <laughs> like, no, it's all about me. Like you will pay attention to me. Walker's just like, I'm, I'm gonna show up and look. Don't you? I will. And... <laughs> Get down. Get down. <laughs> That'll be the preview for the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I think I think the of Walter should make the preview video. <laughs> Listen, I, I am I am shameless when it comes to the marketing. If we can get a cute baby in the in the picture, that'll that'll bring eyes to the front. You know what the thing is is that he has He's a that that, that three year old has the ability to actually do a legitimate spear. On his level, and like if I'm, if I'm sitting like this, he will catch me and tackle me at full speed. And like I was like hearing up, and I'm like, you know what? It's a good thing you're small and cute, because like everybody would kill me if I actually like reacted to you like I would your brother. <laughs> and like First I can off. throw you where I can't throw your brother. Your brother's too big. 
Jay's going to be putting you down with that spear by a year from now. Jay might actually be choke slamming me in about a year from now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his hands are huge. He has his grandfather's hands, size of skillets. <laughs> I mean, forget the soup bowls. I'm talking about iron skillet sized hands. Speaking <laughs> of skillet sized hands, that's right, kids. Look up professional style and have a segue. Uh, the uh, next nice. is. The New Day versus AJ and Omos, or Omos, or what, almost, or who fucking cares what his name is because he doesn't It doesn't matter what, what his name is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My mind is he doesn't he want to come to Houston because he doesn't want to take on Big, the real Big E, me. <laughs> I got him. I can take him at his knees. You might be able to be knees. He'd have, to bet, he'd have to squat down to teabag you. <laughs> I can choke I, I can do that top rope. I can choke slam him from the top rope. But I'll be looking at that. At that point, I'll be taller than him. Him and his eight foot self. You mean the top of a steel cage? Hey, that too. If he's that tall, I can, I can, I can, I can get him. Give me a couple. Give me a couple drinks. Anything's possible with some liquid courage. You better give him about a couple dozen drinks. That maybe you got a chance. <laughs> Listen, this match was good. AJ did most of the work. Omus comes in at the end and just wrecks everybody. Which I gotta say, it kind of made me look very bullish. But I mean, you know, AJ Styles just kind of tough it out. Yeah, yeah. Newton did kind of work that match with the heels. I guess, I'm guessing like Vince just wants like a new giant or something like that for like Drew to topple or Bobby to topple at some point. Like they can let him, you know, play around with the tag team division with somebody like AJ Styles who has like all the experience in the world and can, you know, if anybody's going to teach you anything, it's going to be AJ Styles. Right. So like, you know, they, I think they just, that's that's the idea. They just want to bring him in because he's so green, so green right now. <laughs> you can tell. But like, uh, yeah. I mean, I I look forward to him fighting Drew in the future. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, and, hey. and AJ and Omos win the tag titles, and it makes AJ a Grand Slam champion in WWE. Bro, and also. <laughs> Alan. He is the only man to be a two-company Grand Slam champion, a TNA Grand Slam champion, and a WWE Grand Slam champion. AJ Styles making a serious case for GOAT. And uh, he, oh. he actually passes for a soccer mom still, so there's that. <laughs> and he, he won the IWGP championship in New Japan as well. You That's know, true. Like this, this guy, like, you know, you, you take him to a company and you shoot him to the top, you know, you shoot him to the moon. Like he's, he's really putting him, he's really making a case for like, you know, professional wrestling, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, being on a, yeah. Just being on like the professional wrestling Mount Rushmore. Yes. Is there a professional wrestling hall of fame, you know, outside of WWE? I don't think there is. I think WWE is largely it. Because they try and bring in people from other companies, too, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, what's the name this year in Japan? 
Oh, uh, Jushin, Jushin Thunder Liger. Thunder Liger. Jushin Thunder. Yeah. But Jushin, but here's the thing though. Jushin Thunder Liger actually was um wrestled for WCW. WCW. He's part of WCW yeah. history as well. I remember when he debuted, yeah. it had a it's just that he was so popular internationally that he really didn't need WCW. He was he was the one that really like because of his aerial maneuvers and stuff like that, really put what we became what became Brian's favorite thing of 205 Live, the whole cruiserweight deal, that he is like that godfather. That's Jushin. <laughs> like you don't have if you don't have Jushin coming in, and I remember like he had a big time rivalry with Chris Benoit, God rest his soul, for those that still like Chris. Um, that uh, you know, they had a they had a serious rivalry in, in WCW for a minute, and it was just a great. He was just great to watch. So I'm happy. I'm, so that's how he gets his in to the WWE Hall of Fame because of his history with WCW, and that was his only run that he did with them. You know, and then he when he left, he was gone. Yeah. I think it's a mixture because of, if like he only does his WCW stuff because he he didn't do a whole lot in WCW like he was there for like a little bit you know he came in like because WCW at the like in the early 90s was always trying to bring in like Japanese talent and stuff like that and that's why they that's I think that's where they got Chris Benoit largely from and stuff in Chris Jericho um, he did um, he did. Um, Jushin Liger did wrestle in NXP. He did yeah, a match Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. I remember that. Match. <laughs> just bizarre. He came in for a one-off beat Tyler Breeze and then just right? left. <laughs> I just looked it up, and actually there is a professional wrestling hall of fame, and it's located in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. So... Maybe one day we'll take Texas. A and see what's... What the crap? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it exists. We, I checked. We're going to have to do a podcast uh, road trip. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just got Bon Air stuff next, up everywhere. <laughs> the next yeah. match, because, you know, now that we've talked about the cruiserweights that Elliot hates so much, we'll come back to the super heavyweight and brawn, baby. I saw some of that match. I'm tired of Shane doing these <laughs> matches. I, I really am. And, you know, for, for, for two reasons. One, I'm legitimately just tired of seeing him in the ring. And then and then two, um, I'm assuming that he, he's he's good, he's good, he's a man of a certain age. You gotta be careful. He don't have it like he used to. You fall from that high at you know older you get, things ain't gonna heal right. You know, I don't want to see him die in the ring. <laughs> That's why he does it because he is like fifty years old, and he's like, "Hey, I gotta, I still gotta go out there. I still got something to prove to, I still got something to prove to my dad and the other wrestlers that I'm just as tough as they are." You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> like Shane, nobody cares. <laughs> I'll give it to him for taking oh, that, taking that. Oh my lord. <laughs> I, I might be the only one that likes Shane's uh, yearly <laughs> bump off of something high. You're not the only one. But... I like it too, bro. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm down for it. Anytime you want to come out here and dive off of a cage, hey, good WrestleMania, nice spot to show in like the commercials where people will be like, oh my God, what was that? I got to watch that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm right? down with it. <laughs> 
I just and as much as I liked Strowman, I thought that was good to give him the beating Shane rub and to look dominant because he did take down Elias and um, Jackson Riker. Yeah, the forgotten yeah. son who I'm trying to yeah. forget about. Well, Braun has and, also um, had like he had he's had such a weird year, man, with the feud with uh, Bray and everything like that. Like where you couldn't oh, tell yeah. whether they wanted him as like a face or a heel or what was going on there. And then so like for him to come back yeah. and I thought this was a nice match for him. This was a nice match for him. Yes, and the spot where he rips the cave wall open awesome. was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was unique. We've seen guys go through the cage, but we've never seen a guy just grab a hold of the cage and rip it open. And I thought that was a great way to sell just the beast that he is. Well, hold on, though. Yeah, we have. Kane, <laughs> his debut, ripped the door off the hinges. The door <laughs> off. <laughs> but, but that was like 22, 23 years ago. Like, you know, and it, was, it was a monster yeah. moment that they still <laughs> show on Kane's highlight reel. So. <laughs> Our steel industry hadn't really upgraded their hinges yet. We've shipped all of our jobs hey, across seas. We don't get good steel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that plastic steel. It's like you know, it's eighty percent aluminum and ninety and 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 twenty percent steel. Actually, ten percent steel, ten percent graphite. They got they got AOC making the steel. Oh, Come here, son. Next up, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus the Miz and Morrison. <laughs> Freaking super cool. And it had no right to be. <laughs> We're a family show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are a family show. <laughs> Bad Bunny, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Serious respect to Bad Bunny, bro. Oh, my God. Like, But, like, I, I feel like Snooki broke the celebrity mode. <laughs> I'm distracted. One of our podcasters is here. I know. <laughs> Serious <laughs> respect to Bad Bunny, bro. Can't hear you, Elliot. I think you hit the mute button. Yeah. All right, I'm here, but so is he. <laughs> okay, say, wait, wait, before I do that, say hi. He's doing a better doing. job than Hogan or Titus. <laughs> Boy, you got to have all the attention, don't you? He's like his dad. Daddy's tired. Leave him alone. Yeah. That Go ahead. actually like carried the load in this match. Like, Damian Priest did not hardly wrestle much. It was yeah, very impressive. Yeah, yeah. It was very impressive. Um, honestly, <laughs> I, was, I was not expecting much. I didn't know how they were originally slated to do a singles match. I wasn't 100% sure that would even be pulled off. I was expecting some run-in. It happened. But Bad Bunny started off the match. They baited him into the match after he sucker punched the miss. And boys, Bad Bunny put in the work to show in at WrestleMania. He sure did. Yeah. Had probably 
would you say he had the best injuries coming in on the semi? <laughs> he, like, he says he, he likes it to pay respect to wrestling, so if he's like, that's my stone cold Steve Austin homage, I'll take it. As a Texas trucker or whatever, you know, we got to take it. I, li- I like it. His music kind of kicks, too. Like, I like to, I like to book a song. He's got other really good songs. Uh, was it La Calle? Callaita, I think it's called. He's got some really cool songs and stuff like that. So he he put in the work. That's all. That's all I was hoping is that he would sell properly and that yeah. he would put in the work. But he's been at the performance center. You can tell. Like Dave, I I was actually going into the matchup. I'm not saying I expected a lot. I expected what we got. You know, I thought he would look kind of competent because I think like he was in there with the Miz. And, you know, as much as we may joke around about The Miz, like, he's been doing this for 16 years. Like, he is one of their longest reigning guys, you know, longest running guys there. He's He's been there for so long. I just, I, I assume that The Miz would be able to carry him through the matchup, even if there was, like, some major botch or something. You know, I figured The Miz would be okay with it. But, yeah. And also Snooky for me sort of broke the celebrity mold like a few years ago. <laughs> like when Snooky did well, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, you know, you never know. I don't, you, you know, don't judge a book you by a cover. I'm just saying, <laughs> she did fantastic, and, and Bad Bunny did too. So. The, the, I would never expect a Canadian destroyer out of a celebrity guest. So, <laughs> just, you know, whatever, whatever you know, B performance he was doing, it bumped him up to like an A. So that's good. That's yeah. good enough in my book, you know? Yeah, no, he did good. He did well. I, I'm, I'm interested to see if he sticks around or if he just does like the sort of wrestle mania thing but but we've seen like pat mcafee really recently on nxt do really well but he but he's like an athlete big props who did better pat mcafee or bad bunny pat mcafee i think bad bunny actually did but good i'm going with pat mcafee pat mcafee did fantastic he was in a one-on-one matchup with adam cole he just you know but he's like a he's an athlete even though he's like a punter you know, but the punters are out there just, you know, working out to, right next to the other dudes, even more so because they got to prove themselves. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. The best, the, the best celebrity performance in a wrestling match was Arquette's in WC when he came in came to WCW <laughs> for that multiple for that in hell 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 the cell How on steroids. And he went and he won the world championship. He won the championship. He won the championship. Shaq went through a Shaq went through a table a few weeks ago, like about a month ago on AEW. So you know that's something. <laughs> you know, that said though, Matthew, Shaq, Bad Bunny, like, are we reapproaching? the Attitude Era level of popularity of wrestling where celebrities want to be on the show. It's more mainstream yeah, now, yeah. you know, like you, all the levels, there are, you know, even Logan Paul. I was going to not mention yeah. him, at least until the second <laughs> half of the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out, you know. Good, good, good time in wrestling for celebrities. They're all coming in. Yes. And then, so... Then we get to the main event of night one. Sasha versus Bianca, a 
freaking barn burner. That's right. We are not worried. Like, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. It was a good game. Yeah, I'll say it. First, first two black women to main event a WrestleMania. Like, you just, bro, even for Sasha to go, like, 0-6 now at WrestleMania, like, she still has to look back at this one and be like, yo, this is, this may be, like, maybe my most crown, <laughs> like, my, the biggest thing that I've done in professional wrestling, you know, that's, a, that's a huge deal. Well, yeah, you're right, because I, I think that the fact is, is that, in beginning before the match got started, they both actually had tears in their eyes. They both understood the moment, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. "This is actually yeah. happening." Because here's the thing: what what also has never happened is two black guys main event a WrestleMania. Yeah, actually, you know, in fact, no other two minorities have ever met in the main event of WrestleMania except for what happened with Sasha and Bianca Belair. Uh, you know, over the weekend of WrestleMania. Holy crap. Yeah, I never, I guess I never you, thought you about, think that. about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like at one point there was Booker T and The Rock, but they never met at a WrestleMania main event. They no. never, that never happened. It was always like Rock and, Rock and Austin for the longest time. It was Austin. It was Cena. It was Triple H. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that was really significant that they did that. And I would definitely was, say it was the prettiest main event of the evening, of <laughs> the prettiest main event of the of, of the weekend. And like, just eye candy alone. Lord well, <laughs> we're trying to talk about stellar wrestling, and all you're thinking about is asses. <laughs> and look, you know what? You know what? You know what? They should. I, I grew up with Jerry the King. Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler was a mentor. He liked puppies. Tag Team Thermal no. had like Mandy Rose in there and it had Liv Morgan. And I'm sure there was another one in there to where you could be like, I mean, no. I'm telling you, this. I mean, no, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put it. I mean, Bailey was, it, it, was a, it was a crying shame that Bailey was on the sidelines because, because, because <laughs> it was a, because, 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 because really it, you know, that's what WrestleMania needed was a bootyful buffet, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for our eyes to partake, you know, but like, you know, stop that. Don't be thinking about it. it's not food. Yeah. Um, you we know. need a, we need a things that are going to get us canceled count for Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they got skill. They got grace. I just want them in my face. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> But that was the first time, like, just two women in a one-on-one matchup, like two real wrestlers, yeah, right, had main evented WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah. Because the last time, yeah. like, when the women main evented, you had to have like Ronda Rousey. You know, right. But this time, yeah. you just had two freaking just just everyday, you know, day in day out wrestlers, and it was fantastic. Saying every day, day in, day out sells them a little bit short because they are both special talents. No, 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 Sasha, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, Sasha like, I mean that they show up like to every Raw SmackDown. They would be at the, every single house yeah. show they're putting into work. Yeah. No, they're yeah. like Sasha is a legend already. Like the the, yes. the main event that she, the um, Iron Woman matchup that she had with Bailey in NXT back in the day, bro. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, top class. But, I mean, this year, 
the the beginning of that match it was it was just seeing the emotions you know that like one thing that uh the rock and Hulk Hogan they're like you know that that start when it was the crowd that was going wild you know yeah but in this case it's the performers that you know like you said they know what the moment is and like they appreciate it for before they got going they're like you know soak this in now let's now let's fuck now let's freaking go yeah right i was telling my colleague at, at, at the time though i know Throughout the course of the match, it I mean they really did so good, a really good job of selling that, it, that the match could go either way. But then it's like after a while, I started getting that feeling that you know what, this is going to be a passing of the torch match. I like it was like I, I just I just felt like there was no there was no real indicator that Bianca was going to beat Sasha. There wasn't. There was, there was nothing during the course of the match. There was some slip up that was a, a giveaway of the story because they didn't. But it was like deep down inside of me, it was like. This is going to be a passing of the torch, and it was, it was. But you know, and honestly, I think that might have been the reason why I, I don't, I don't believe that it, it was a mix, a mix up in the truck when they used the NXT um, uh, ring entrance, entrance for, for yeah, for, for for Bianca. I don't think it was. I think it was the fact, because given the fact that, see, for me, <coughs> the matches that I've watched Bianca do, I had never seen her do the whip of the hair. <laughs> but all but 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 all of you all that had watched her in NXT all knew that that was a thing that she did in NXT. See, and I don't go back that far with her with that. So when she breaks something that she did in NXT back for the main event of WrestleMania, then it all of a sudden it made sense, like why they because she went back to those roots of that thing. And I will say this: uh, Sasha was a gamer because if I mean, I mean, getting you know getting sliced on your stomach and bleeding legitimately. You know, I haven't even seen. I haven't even seen guys get cut in the stomach during a match. I've never seen that, but yeah. she did, and she just like sold it, sold the getting pinned, and didn't get like pissy about it. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Like, <laughs> I, I love that book where she she smacks her with the hair. But I, mm-hmm. but I just, I just hope that they do keep it. Like, she doesn't need to do that on Raw. No, you know, like like keep that as like a pay per view thing, like a big match thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it keeps like it's it's, 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 it's coolness about thing. it. Yeah, like, she was maybe even got a backlash. Like that's a big four thing. Yeah, like, like an ending that. of a big robbery or something like that. Some sorry, some some sort yeah. of big matchup. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of really great spots. In that match, um, Bianca carrying Sasha in a gorilla dress. <laughs> that was insane, bro. That was that was that wild. Was just going yeah, out. That was awesome. <laughs> that definitely perfect main event. I thought it it left you like that whole show was fantastic. Yeah, How night one. That? Night one was sort of right up there with about as like as good of WrestleMania as I've seen, you know what I'm saying? But like, Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's really good. I mean, when you consider that that's only like half of the, especially when you consider that that's only like half of the roster and the other half still had to come up the night after that, you just had so many good moments on that night. Like I think with bad bunny doing so well, the Seth and Cesaro matchup drew and Bobby was a barn burner mm-hmm. and the, the, the significance of the main event, like just bro. It was perfect, perfect, perfect night. Like it, it started off funky. There were some botches, 
you know, it's it's wet, you know, you slip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you have rain delays, especially when you have it like in an you know, open air stadium, you know. Just, right. Yeah. yeah. My, my definite final thoughts were like last year at Rumble, uh, when, when Bianca came out, there was other people in our party that, you know, they popped for her. I didn't really watch her in NXT and like Elliot didn't really watch her in NXT. So we didn't really like, we didn't really understand, but seeing her work through the pandemic and like now, you know, seeing her work at Mania, it's, it's definitely the hype is there and, you know, she, she's going to work for, for everything that's going to come in the future. Elliot, I'm giving you the uh, last word on night one. I think All night one was, I feel night one, I share the same with everybody else. I think that, I mean, it was so high. They set a bar so high that it put the pressure of number of the, of the second night. Like I would have hated to be a performer coming in <laughs> in the second night because um, because you had to, because now like they said the tone had been set. Uh, like this is what you do. This is how you you get it done. I was thoroughly impressed with the matches I saw. I felt that uh, Sasha's and Bianca's match was as good as any I've ever seen in any WrestleMania event ever, main, main event ever. And I mean, I would watch it again because it was really just that good. Yeah, it, it kind of like felt in a way. It, it kind of felt in a way Sting versus Ric Flair the first time at Starcade. Like you had the experienced veteran going against this upstart right the upstart was like powerful like you can be brian this is you can shake your head all you want to but you asked for my my final thought so don't be don't be a southerner and start pussing out because it doesn't matter what your opinion is it's my turn with the mic all right all right and the fact that it reminded me of, it reminded me of that it, it was just that entertaining to me it was really really good i would watch it again i would watch that match again the quality of the matchup really made like it was like it wasn't just history for history's sake. Like the quality of the matchup proved that they deserved to be in the main event. So yes, yeah. they did. Amazing. So, fellas, I think uh, we can give WrestleMania Night One four thumbs up. Definitely. I think we were all in eight thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our night one review of WrestleMania 37. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, Alan, for joining us. Thank you, Elliot. So, listen up, folks. You can catch us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts. There's a couple other ones, but those are the main ones. Like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Rate it. And... And stay tuned for night two of the WrestleMania 37 review, where Ricky and Alan will be staying with us. So we will catch you next time on this podcast with none of those things.